You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. But right now, we're going to have a chat to one of our favourites, an old teammate of mine, Rooch. He went on to big things, though, with North Adelaide, Essendon, Brisbane. Uh, not the fastest player in the world, but ball in hand. Anna McGarry medalist, Stixie Phillips. Hello, Sticks. Kimbo, Rich, how are we? Did I do you a disservice saying not the fastest player in the world? Well, early days, I would probably classify myself as a little bit of pace, but uh, late, <laughs> definitely slow. It's just treacle by the end of it. Uh, you are the Sample High Performance Manager. We like to chat to you at this time of the year and ask you questions that are impossible to answer. But we've had a few texts, so we thought we'd get you on as the resident expert. This one came through. Hello, Ruchi and Kimbo. Do you have any idea who Port is looking at with pick 33 in the draft? Mm-hmm. Now, there's an easy one for you, Stixie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, very easy. Uh, look, you know, I'd probably solely focus on the South Australian uh, lads that, um, that might get in and around that area for you. But, uh, you know, Max Michael Annie is obviously going to go to Adelaide mm. under the father-son ruling. Um, Matthias Filippo will probably be earlier uh, than that in, the, in terms of the draft. Well, and then he certainly would be if he's making the call after his social media <laughs> remarks recently. <laughs> Brenton, he's declared it. <laughs> if is, I was picking the number wrong. one, it's me. <laughs> he's <laughs> a confident young man, isn't he? Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell yeah. us about so, him. Tell us about him as a player. Yeah, is he the son of Sam? Sam, yep, yep. The Who is the of son Sam? of Peter? Philippo. Peter, the, yeah, it was the, uh, the legendary West Torrens mm. footballer, uh, Peter. Um, makes you old when you actually play against their grandfather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I played does, with him. Yeah. I played with him. Hearing <laughs> me. He's very yeah. old. So what's the third generation Philippo all about? Um, look, he's uh, he's a big big lad. He's uh, You'd be 192 or 3, yeah. solid inside mid. Got a basketball background, okay. sort of a shoot a little bit of basketball growing up through his junior and, and coupled that up obviously with uh, with football but you know, he, he prepares himself as good as I've seen mm. so he's uh, he likes the physicality of the game he, he likes the physical workload of the game so you know, I suspect mm. he'll probably go definitely inside the first round if not yep. pushing into probably into the top 10 so top 10. Um, yeah, so he, look he's uh, he's a nice footballer. He really come on uh, this year. We had a little bit touch points with him last year in his 17th year, and I thought then that he'd develop into a nice footballer, and, and that's what he has done. So develop into what a role, very Brendan? Good overhead mark. Yeah, what role does he develop into on an AFL list? Uh, he probably develops into that bigger body midfielder. Okay. Um, yep. We played him through the midfield and the championships, so he's got the ability to do that. But he's also he's one of those blokes 
I don't like to call it Paddy Cripps, but he's one of those types of blokes that can play as a midfielder, but then push forward and take a really good catch uh, forward of the contest. So, um, left footer. Uh, um, so he's a, ni- he's a nice type, uh, Mateus. Hey, so, um, so yeah, no, I was just going to say, as the Sanford High Performance Manager, and I know it can't be helped because each club has to look after their own interests, but does it frustrate you some way what, when you see Port Adelaide had picked 33 and 60, the Crows have 46, 56, 59, and there's this mm. young talent that you've helped develop will go into state. Does that bother you? Um, it doesn't bother me as a, you know, that much. Oh, look, my my biggest thing is I like to see him get drafted. Mm. Now, do I like to see him get drafted inside uh, the South Australian uh, borders? Yeah, that'd be great. But the reality is we, we live in a national environment now, and... You know, to see players uh, get drafted interstate and go interstate, look, there's a bit of growth with them when they do that. You know, you look mm. at blokes like Brody Grundy, that um, when he first comes through, I thought, oh, this would be interesting to see how this all plays out. He's just adapted to it really nicely and grown as a person and, and, and cut a really good career out of it. So, um, yes, would I like to see him at Port Adelaide or Adelaide? Yes, I would. But the reality is, and the way the draft works, it's not always going to happen, so... So let's work this the other way, Brent. And when you see Isaac Rankin, who you rated so yep. highly, so was it four years ago, returns from Gold Coast, probably more interesting your remarks on Jason Horn Francis after a year as the number one draft pick at North Melbourne comes back to Port Adelaide. What do you read into that? Oh, look, I read that there's a, with someone um, like Isaac, there's some pretty strong family connections yep. back here in Adelaide. Um, that's what I read into it. Um, I, I read into both of them that geez, you need to provide good environments for young players if you are shifting them uh, interstate, that that environment's strong enough for them to connect and buy in really quickly. Um, if not, you really open yourself up to, to that. And I think with Jason, someone like Jason, I, I, I think the turbulence in around the whole North Melbourne aspect probably sealed the deal for him in the, in the end. So um, that's where I, I see that. And that's, that's part of the AFL want to have movement inside its own uh, four walls. So, yeah, yeah exactly. they're quite open to have uh, free agents move around. But yep. then player managers get older and go, well, if they can move, why can't these blokes move? Mm. And, you know, they, they created the beast, so they either got to run with it or fix it. Stixie, we had you on the show, as Rich alluded to, four years ago when we first started, and you then said, we don't want to misquote you, you said, Isaac Rankin was the best junior footballer you had seen. Have you been happy with his development? And we haven't misquoted you, have we? No, no, I think he was. He's, yep. he, you know, if, he, if he's not the best, he was in the grand final, that's for sure. <laughs> mm. So, uh, um yeah, look, has he reached his potential? Well, look, the, the role he plays, I think it's hard to reach that at his age. What's he, 22, I reckon, yep. now? So it's, he's just coming into that window. So he, he's really coming into that window where he needs his next four to five years to really establish himself as a genuine A-grader at that level. Now, he was an A-grader, an A-plus grader at... Junior level, he needs to now make that transition into um, into AFL football. So the big question everyone asks, can he do it as a midfielder or will he be a pinch hitter like uh, Tom Papley the last uh, 18 months? 
I think he can do it as a midfielder. Like he's he's generally aerobically pretty good, so okay. he could get in there and have a running capacity. Is his frame good enough to stand up for four quarters of midfield? Mm. Probably not at this given point in time. He can go and have a real good impact and then push forward. And if if you got him camped up forward, you want to have someone fairly good on him that's uh, got a tight rein on him. That's for sure. So, Brenton, let's do. Your assessment of this year's draft field in South Australia, is it better than one before or is the one coming in 2023 even better again? Because we keep hearing the draft, people say, oh, you want to be in next year's draft. Where, where does it all sit in the South Australian context? Oh, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to, to happen. Look, we had, um, we had 28 players tested at either the national or the state combine this yep. year. Yeah, that's on par. Um, that's on par for where we usually sit. sit somewhere between the 25 to 30 get tested most years. Um, out of that, you know, we've probably got a strike rate out of that. I would have thought around the 50%. So, you know, that that sort of tells me that you know there's probably going to be about 14 taken from South Australia. Now, okay. what you need to factor into how many draft choices are actually going to be live draft choices are going to be taken on the night. I'm hearing it's going to be down, you know, into the sort of 70s and perhaps okay, even yeah. 60s mark. Yep. So, you know, that's, once again, we, we start to talk percentages of drafts. So if we can uh, get about a 15% uh, strike rate of the draft is uh, is probably where we sit uh, and should uh, benchmark ourselves against other states. So, um, yes, this, this group isn't isn't as strong as perhaps next year's group on face value, but geez, next year's group's got to make it yet. They haven't they haven't got there yet, so um, there's still a lot to play out there. Yeah, Stixie, we've been told off. A text has come through. Why ask a question if you won't let them answer it? Uh, wanted to know <laughs> wanted to know who would be available at 33. I, I thought we said 33. That... <laughs> Look, I, I reckon the blokes. Um, I'll throw a couple at you. Jacob Ryan, he, he could still be there. I anticipate someone like Jacob Ryan could go a little bit earlier than that, but he's a possibility to be in around that uh, that mark. Adam DeLoyer from the West Torrens Eagles, um, he could be around the mark. Midfielder? Um, midfielder type, yeah. I think he's he's got something about him. Billy Dowling from North Adelaide, he'll be, he'll be sort of in that window. Um That'd be the main ones. And then it's a matter of whether they want to pick some big tools. So if they want to go some big tools, Harry Harry Lemmy and Harry Barnett from West Adelaide are a couple of big fellas that are you know, close to 200, along with Tom Scully. He'll be, he'll be in around that sort of uh, that sort of numbers. So that, that's probably, if you look purely at South Australians, that's probably where, where it'll be. You're getting a bit of love here. The text coming through thick and fast. Is Stixie still rocking a moustache? <laughs> that came off years ago, Kimbo. That's uh, <laughs> that went in the eighties, I reckon. <laughs> I, I, I just read them, Stixy, and then there's another one. Gary from Glenelg says there's only one Sticks. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you may have answered our, this the original. Ne- yeah, yeah. You may have answered this next question, but every year you give us a few smokies. Uh, we talked about the thirties. What about the Rory Sloan, Robbie Gray types that come along in the fifties? Have you got any uh, late picks that you reckon could surprise a few? Uh, the one I like that's um, in our group this year, look, he's only 180, 182 midfielder forward. 
um, is uh, Lovelock. Um, I think he's uh, he's a nice player from down at Glenelg. So you know, I, I think he could be one. There's a there's a kid I really like from South Adelaide, um, a kid called Kyle Marshall. He's 200, 201 defender, and I sort of put him in the Harry Petty mould. So, you know, Harry Petty come in late into yep. our group and has gone on to be a premiership player with uh, the Melbourne Football Club. So look out for Kyle Marshall. Um, Marshall. There's something about a kid called um, Sean Bennier. Um, Sean Bennier is probably that 190, 191 defender, but, boy, he does defend and he loves the contest and loves to... Uh, shake up the opposition, and I just love his competitive nature. So there's a couple of smokies for you. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll keep an eye on Carl Marshall because we all know that Port Adelaide need a tall defender. He might be worth investing in if he's still there at uh, pick 60. We need to go to a break. It's always great to talk to you, Stixie. We really appreciate it, and congratulations on the great work you've done on these youngsters over the last 12 months. Cheers. Thanks, boys. Good luck. Good luck. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.